0: Welcome to the Not-for-Profit On Purpose podcast series. This series is designed to help guide you on your journey through the not-for-profit space in terms of all things not-for-profit, including structures, setting up your not-for-profit, how you report, board governance, accounting, and anything else you could possibly think of in regards to not-for-profit. G'day, it's Justin Honk here from Source. We are talking not-for-profits and we're working through a series of four videos um, to help you set up your not-for-profit. We've just uh, finished the first video which was really talking about the planning and that overview in terms of setting up your not-for-profit. This week we're going to talk through the process of registering through the ACNC, uh, which is the Australian Charities and Not-for-Profit Commission, which is basically the regulator for charities and not-for-profits in Australia. First of all let's dive in and talk about what the ACNC is. So basically as I said it's the regulator. So what does that mean? Well it is the one where if you want to have a charity or registered charity in Australia you need to register through the ACNC. Um, it also once you've registered make sure you continue to meet obligations so it helps create that that bar that all charities play by and make sure that they are doing the best for their purpose and for those who are donating to that charity. The other thing the ACNC does which is pretty cool is it provides a public register of every charity in Australia which is free so if you are looking for a charity or you want to make sure even if you're looking to donate to a charity you can look them up on the ACNC you can see their financials, their purpose, who works for them their history um, and that can be very useful tool when setting up your own charity so for example if you are looking to set up a charity or not-for-profit and you've got a particular purpose, it's very good to go onto the ACNC, look up their regist- register of charities, and see if anyone else is doing the same thing you are, uh, or what you're looking to do, because that is one good to make sure in terms of your market research, in terms of competitors or people buying for the same space. But there may be others who are doing the same thing you're looking to do in a different geographical location or a different way that will then help give you information on how you can run your charity better. And that that's really powerful process the ACNC is there. It's really helping lift charities up and and do more. So very useful site and website. What I'll actually do is I'll um, include the ACNC website in the comments below so you can look that up and and check out the resources there. When you're looking to register on the ACNC there's a few, a couple of must-haves that you have to have in place before you can really start that process. One, the first thing is you need to be a not-for-profit. So you need to have Uh, entity structure in place, that is a not-for-profit structure. So whether that be, and there's a couple options you can go through and definitely get some advice in terms of this, but you can either be an incorporated association, um, you can be a company limited by guarantee, or you can be a trust. Um, There's another, uh, obviously, some other different permutations to this. Probably the one that I'm most familiar with and I work with the most is a company limited by guarantee, but that's not to say that's the one for you. This is the one I tend to be working with most commonly at the moment. So you need to have that structure in in place because that structure is what defines you as a not-for-profit and it's the first step. The next thing is you need to have a charitable purpose and this is really um, looking at your purpose is there for the greater good, for community at large, for the public at large. So even though you might have a specific thing you're looking at, you're not limiting it to, as, or well, your your purpose isn't too limiting. So it actually is for the, the wider benefit of the community. And the last thing that you must have is that you can't be an individual, you can't be a political party, and you can't be a government entity. So that's something that's quite interesting, I found, is when you are looking to be a charity, you can't do it as a sole trader. You have to do it as a group. And I think that comes back to the fact that Being a uh, a charity, you're really talking about community. So, okay, there you must have. status, but let's go through a little bit more detail in terms of the ACNC registration process and what what that means and what really you wanna have prepared when you start to do that process. Now, the first thing, obviously, having a a legal entity created, you wanna have an ABN, so an Australian business number, so you wanna have it registered. And obviously, with registering an ABN and that type of process, You also want to have a responsible person and an address so you want to know a point of contact that responsible person who's driving all this and making sure it's all done and an address so what's your point of contact now that might be where you're operating out of or it might just be your location where your correspondence is going to for the time being you want to have that organized the biggest piece that you want organized is your governing document so when it's a company it's often talking about a constitution and this is A really, Basically, it's a cornerstone document for your not-for-profit. So this is something that you want to have worked on and done some work on before you come to the ACNC registration process because this will take a bit of time to get together. What do you need in your constitution? Now, there's a lot of templates you can use. The ACNC has a template constitution. I would definitely recommend getting some uh, professional assistance when you're setting up your constitution to make sure that it's done in a way that suits what you're trying to achieve at your organization, how you wanna run it. Now, some key points you wanna consider and that you need to include in your constitution for a not-for-profit, which is different to a normal constitution for any other company you might set up. The first thing you need to do, (coughs) and this comes back to the purpose, is to embed that purpose in your organization. You need to include your purpose in the constitution. So, um, in our first video, we talked about um, defining your purpose, or this is where the the rubber hits the road to a fair extent, is you actually want to include that definition in your purpose in your constitution. And that then becomes embedded in your organisation. The next thing you also want to include in your constitution comes back to that not-for-profit piece, is that you want to include, written in your constitution, what happens to profits from your organisation. So that means that you want to make sure that any profits that you have in your organization don't get distributed to members. They actually go back into the organization and that's encapsulated in your constitution. That also goes to what happens if the company winds up. So if a company winds up, and this comes back to some of the registration processes you need for the ATO as well, is that you wanna make sure that there's a clause in there that says I'm winding up that any leftover assets go to another charity of a similar purpose and the wording around that is quite important to get right to make sure that you can register one of the ACNC but also if you're looking to do your registration processes through the ATO that it's done in a way that meets the requirements there. So that's why the professional help around your constitution can be very important. So the rest of the constitution is then about how you want to run your organisation and and setting the rules up for that. it goes through things defining what the powers of the board are. So what can the directors of the organisation do? How do you become a director? Now, a director is often voted in by members. Okay, well, how do you become a member? Now, a member effectively is the the people you're running the organisation for, simplistically. So the rules around becoming a member and what your rights are as members and what you can and can't do in terms of running the organisation. It also talks through then about how meetings should be run, how things are communicated, potentially even talking about things about if there's a conflict of interest, how that should be managed. So all those types of things are encapsulated in your constitution and really work through how your organisation is going to work. So understanding, I suppose, the planning pro- process on how you want your organisation to work is important when you come to do your constitution to make sure that when you set that up, it's consistent with how you want to run your organisation. Once you finish the registration process and hopefully successful in registering with the ACNC and you're registered not-for-profit, doesn't quite end there. You then have ongoing obligations that you need to meet to maintain your charity status and maintain the registration with the ACNC. One of those, um, there's really two parts to it, is Firstly, is the financial reporting or annual reporting to the ACNC, which is often a financial report depending on the size of your not-for-profit depends on the rigor that might go around that financial report but there is an obligation to keep financial records and to be able to report that to the acnc you also will have to do an annual report to the acnc which is basically a summary of um, where you're operating what you're doing um, how you've gone achieving that and those two documents go in the acnc and uh, then public documents. So anyone can look those up to see how you're going and how your charity is being managed. And the second part of that ongoing maintenance is um, maintaining good governance standards. Now the ACNC has a set of standards it requires all registered charities to maintain and that's part of the ongoing requirement of having charities to live up to those standards. That's a bit of detail and we're gonna go through that in the next video, so stay tuned to next week and we'll go through that in a bit of detail in terms of your good governance guide and maintaining your board and the standards that and what that requires for you as your organisation. And really that's it. So that's, that's the ACNC registration process. Again, happy to, to answer any questions that anyone might have in terms of if they're going through that process currently. Chuck them in the comments below because they may be the same questions others might have when they're looking to set up their not-for-profit. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.